0: I want to get right into this word because you're not going to believe what's what this is going to be about today. God is just so amazing. He's amazing to me. So, I want to say that a little caveat here. I feel very humbled by this message and by every word that has been spoken here this morning already. Um, This was a struggle message for me, but I am leaving it on the altar because God orchestrated this. So, Father, I just ask that you bless your word and that it goes forth to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in the fourth chapter of Daniel. And as soon as I get through reading the scripture portion of this, be prepared because I'm going to turn this into a discussion. And if you've got something to contribute, I encourage you to please do so. So in the fourth chapter of Daniel, our king starts out pretty strong. This chapter, Nebuchadnezzar the king declares unto all the people, the nations and the languages that dwell in all of the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I thought it good to show you the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. His dominion is from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at rest in my house and I was flourishing in my palace. And I saw a dream which made me afraid and the thoughts upon my bed and the visions on my head troubled me and as he did before he made a decree that all the wise in babylon would come together that they might interpret the dream for him verse 8 but they could not so at the last daniel came in before me whose name was belteshazzar according to the name of my god and in whom is the spirit of the holy God, and before him I told the dream. Now I'm dropping down to verse 19. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was astonished for one hour, and his thoughts troubled him. But the king spake and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. In other words, don't be afraid to speak your mind. Tell me, what's going on? So in verse 24, Daniel says, This is the interpretation, O king, and this is the decree of the Most High, which has come upon my Lord, the king, that they shall drive thee from men, that thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee eat grass, as oxen and they shall let thee with the dew of heaven and seven times shall pass over thee or seven years till thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will now dropping down to verse 27 wherefore o king Let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness. In other words, quit your sinning ways and do good, and stop your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it be a lengthening of thy tranquility. In other words, your peace and your days will be blessed if you do these things that I'm counseling you. So how did it end, verse 29, at the end of 12 months? After this dream had been interpreted, 12 months went by. King Nebuchadnezzar walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon, and he spoke these words in verse 30. The king spake, and he said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty. While the word was yet in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it has been spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee we can be sure of the word of the Lord coming to pass. Verse 32, and they shall drive thee, this is the voice of the Lord speaking, and they shall drive thee from men, and it's confirming exactly what was told to him prior, that and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, Until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. And he was driven from men, and he did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, meaning he slept outside like the animals till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes into heaven, and mine understanding returned to me, and I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, what doest thou? At the same time my reason returned unto me, and for the glory of my kingdom, mine honor and brightness returned unto me. He regained his sanity, and my counselors and my lords sought after me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways are judgment, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. Amen. Amen. I could stop right there, and that would be the whole sermon, wouldn't it? I think there are so many parallels in this passage to where we are today as a country, as a nation. I truly do.
1: And as I said, I
0: want to open this up as a discussion. I don't see anything wrong with that. maybe a little bit different, but I think it's just fine that the Lord would be um, be okay with that. So if you want to say something just let me know. The number one thing, that stands out in these four chapters of the book of Daniel so far is that Nebuchadnezzar is the most stubborn, hard-headed man you can possibly know. He had a head knowledge of who the real God was, but he did not have a heart knowledge, despite all the miracles that he'd seen. How do you think this relates to leadership today, as Donna was just saying a few minutes ago? That's a question. If you want to answer it, please do. Do you have any relation? Do you see any relationship to that, to leadership today? Don. Well,
1: I was listening to an interview this week. anyway um, he called the president you know who would not normally be on this you know small christian author's show he 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 doesn't draw the president of the united states but this state uh, representative called the president and got him on the show and he said um you know president what can we do at this time And he said, well, you know, if you saw there's some there are some really unexplained oddities on election night where things shut down and, you know, never seen this before, where four or five cities just shut down. And then the next day, those same four or five cities came back with, in some cases, hundreds of thousands of more ballots. And he said it. So we're fighting. He said, no, Mr. President, we all know that. What can we do now? What can we do? And and he said, well, you know, we're fighting in court and and we got this. And he said, Mr. President, we are praying for the nation. We're praying for you. We're praying for truth in what's happened here. Jesus is on your side. Jesus is on our side. We are praying for him to do a miracle, for him to direct. And and, And the president's response, and this is what I think ties to Nebuchadnezzar, before this experience, he said, hey, did you see the Supreme Court? They, they, they said you can go to church. They said it's OK. They said if you're essential. I did that. He said, I I three of my people on the court. Three of my people on there. They, they, they decided the right way. I did that. And I thought, oh, no, <laughs> not quite. So I, I, I told um, several others. I, he, he, It's kind of like a baby Christian, not quite. Getting it's not you, it's, wow. it's God, um, you know, there was a very, very, very liberal um, justice who passed away one month or so before the election that was not Donald Trump, nope. you know, Donald Trump can't. He doesn't hold life and death in his hands nope. now, the result of that death and the filling of that seat has significantly changed the jurisprudence since then, just a month or two ago, but. Donald Trump does not control life and death, and he doesn't control these things that he may still think he does. But I do believe that God is going to change yes. his heart. I don't know how. Maybe you know there's a there's a multitude of things going on, but uh, I think the nation deserves a leader who knows yes. that God is in control yes. and that <laughs> don't defend, don't depend upon your own understanding, but depend upon the Lord and His Word. And I pray that God will continue a process with him that he did with Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, It's interesting that Nebuchadnezzar was a pagan. And God uh, cared about him. And even blessed his kingdom that persecuted Jews. Um, And it kind of is a confusing scenario, right? But God had a plan and God had a purpose. He... It says there, right there in Daniel, that he raised up that kingdom, that he made it you know, glorious and, and with splendor. And he did the same with Nebuchadnezzar, but not without dragging him through some humility to get him to a state of mind, that he was finally willing to stop looking at his own magnificence and, and turn to the Lord and say, no, it's you, it's all you, it was always you. And who does that benefit? It benefits the people. Yeah. When the leader recognizes Where God is in relation to the kingdom the king himself the leaders and the people then they they can kind of understand they can take themselves out of that equation to some extent and say no I'm only doing this for the Lord on behalf of the people and not to go on forever but I was just reading the transition in first Kings between David and Solomon And the first thing Solomon the first experience is God comes to Solomon and says what do you want. And Solomon says, you walked with my dad, you ministered to him, you had mercy on him. He walked with you. You dwelt together and and he led him in wisdom. I don't know how to come and I don't know how to go. I'm I'm a baby, I'm a child. I don't know what to do. Give me the wisdom and the discernment to lead your people, this, this people that's beyond number. He felt inadequate, he felt unable and he first, went to God for wisdom. That's what we want in a leader. We don't want we don't need a leader that thinks they know everything. And we have more than enough people out there that think they know everything. So it would be for the benefit of us, the benefit of the country, the benefit of all for God to work in our leadership by humbling them to understand that boy, you didn't do this. You didn't you didn't get us this far. It's not you, it's me, and it's time that that be recognized.
2: Anyone
0: else? Jim, you want to use this so everyone can hear? Including me? While she's coming, it took God seven years. Go ahead. It took God seven years to get through to Nebuchadnezzar. He was insane, thinking he was an ox eating grass in the field for seven years before he
3: relinquished his will to the Lord. I guess what's been on my heart lately is just the bride, the church, and um, what this is all about. This is about the bride of Christ. And um, that we have to really rise up and we have to be radical, radical with the truth. So it's radical that we, yeah, we offend people. And um, yesterday, Kevin and I were watching a rally and and I've seen this with not just Vice President Pence, but um, at the, uh, the big rally, I think, in Washington. When they, when they quote the Second Chronicles, for some reason, they always take out the, yeah. uh, the wicked ways. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we do have to turn from our wicked ways. Yeah. But for some reason, they always take that out. And I've noticed that not just with Vice President Pence, but in huge evangelical meetings. And that radical um, Christianity is what Jesus was about. And I was, um, one thing that struck me today, I mean, this week while I was walking was um, in John, where Jesus, you know, the 5,000, feeding the 5,000, and then they come and find him again later. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're here not because of me, right. you're here because you want more food. Yeah. And I think that's where we have to really be careful as the body. Do we want Jesus, or do we want this miracle? Which we all want, but we can't want it more than Jesus. And it's that heart that God wants, his people. He's looking to and fro for his people to come to him in intimacy, because that's what the bride is, and that's what Jesus is coming back for, is an intimate, responsive bride. And right now, I think the church, and I'm going to say something that's might be a little harsh, and I'm not saying our church, but the church internationally and in, in the United States, uh, we need to clean things up. Not just the deep state, mm-hmm. the deep church mm-hmm. <laughs> has to clean things up. And um, and one one verse, and I always thought this was about the world, but this is about the church when Timothy talks and he says there will be terrible times in the last mm-hmm. days. People will be lovers of themselves money boastful proud abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous self self without self-control brutal not lovers of good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god having a form of godliness but denying its power having nothing to do with such people and He's talking about believers. Am I right, Debbie? As far as I know, yes. Yes, and (laughs) that's the church. I look at the church today, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I go, what are we doing? I've sat in churches, I go, what are we doing? We're listening to um, the (coughs) prosperity gospel, we're listening to God loves us, but we don't want to turn from our wicked ways. And, And the church today, the majority, We want the form of godliness, but we want to deny God's power. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Christians do not believe that God is going to perform this deliver our nation. They've just said, okay, we're just going to give up. You know, we just have to, you know, hold the Senate and the new administration will come in. And so as a bride, I just feel like God is like you guys. And we don't need a lot of people. (laughs) Jesus changed the world with twelve. But he needs people who are going to want God's heart. Jesus, not the miracle, Jesus. And I just feel that that's just what's on God's heart right now. And as a word of encouragement, I've seen three dead squirrels. And squirrels apparently are the, the socialists have taken out the symbol. And the first, symbol, the first squirrel that I saw dead, I was walking uh, right after the election. I was so depressed. And I'm walking and all of a sudden I see this black bird and I thought, what the heck is that? <laughs> and it was eating something. So I go up and it's, it's a vulture in the middle of the sidewalk, eating a squirrel. Like it was just, it was just, I was like, oh my gosh, so I took a picture of it. Well, two days ago I was walking and I'm walking and all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm in my own world. And I literally stopped dead because I was gonna step on this another dead squirrel. He was on his back with his little teeth. And I thought, oh my gosh, another one. And uh, today we're driving to church and we're talking about the squirrels and another dead squirrel. So I don't know if those are little post-it notes from the Lord Mm -hmm. saying, you know, he's with us, but I'm always, you know, I wasn't looking for it, but there they were, these dead squirrels, so. But um, keeping the faith, you know, really pursuing God's heart is, I think, where the bride has to be. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: As I said earlier, um, yeah, you can just hold it. Did you want to say something to that? Okay. Um, as, I, as I said, I'm just going to go on. I don't want to take any more time. I'm going to go on so we can get through this because I want to give you time. the word of the lord declared by the watcher angel and i didn't read this particular part but we're gonna we are going to be talking about angels in a couple of weeks the watcher angel said that he's going to give you a heart of a beast you're going to think you're an animal he lost his mind god caused his insanity Think about that for a minute. That's a pretty heavy pill to swallow, isn't it? God has many ways which we know not of, and his ways are higher than our ways. We can trust him to know what he's doing with us and with our leaders, because he can get his point across to them. God had to put Nebuchadnezzar in a position of debasement and quietness to get his attention. The song Audrey led this morning in Psalms 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. And God forced him to be still and know who he was. He had tried many ways and many times to get through, and he didn't get through. But this time he did. I wonder why God did it this way. I'm not sure why he did it this way. But this wasn't the only time God used such a tactic. He gave Paul a Damascus Road experience. He gave Noah an order to build an ark in the middle of a drought. 125 years before it rained. He gave lamenting Jeremiah a very unpopular message to preach. He gave Moses a rod and a mountain. He gave Zechariah mutinous. He gave Jonah a very uncomfortable lodging place. He gave Job trial after trial after trial. And he gave Peter a chicken and a rock. God forced them all to be still so that they could see clearly who he was. Isaiah 41.20 says that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. The whole point of this today, I believe if we stand firm in Christ, we will see that hand of the Lord has done this. And what do I mean, done what? I mean that the hand of the Lord has stopped a normal national voting process in its tracks in order to expose, reveal, and remove corruption in high places so that God's plan for this country will continue uninterrupted and the people's voice will be heard. Make no mistake, God does not condone unjust bondage of any kind placed on people. And corruption in leadership is bondage to the people but through this process I believe that God's plan for America will be seen and known and considered by the entire world and the angels because in that chapter it also said that it would be a sign to the angels to see and marvel at the hand of God look for the hand of God to move. Not by man's time frame, because it means nothing to God, but by his time. I think that the plan of God at the end of this process is going to reveal some things. I believe, number one, it's going to reveal his glory in the church. As Jennifer said, when the dross is removed, when that foamy, milky, ugly stuff on the top surface is removed. When Grandma Wilbanks taught me how to make beans, when the beans were boiling hard, they boil off a foamy stuff. She said, now, honey, you need to stand here. It's only going to take a few minutes, and you need to spoon off all that stuff. All that foamy stuff, you need to spoon that off. And I said, well, what is it, Grandma? And she said, it's just the stuff you don't need. Well, I believe that's what's going to happen in this situation. With God's glory, being able to be seen in the church, and we will have the freedom. These are prophetic words. I feel it. I feel it today. We will have the freedom to take the message of God to the marketplace. It will not be the same as it was before. The church will not be the same ever again as it was before. I also believe that God's hand for Israel, the apple of his eye, will become much more apparent to the world. And his hand in delivering The most innocent, the unborn, will be born and grow up to be the sentinels of God. will grow up to be the ministers that the Lord will use to lead the world to Christ. And the church, us, the remnant, without spot or wrinkle, because that's what's required, the word tells us. That's what's required of us. The bride of Christ will be adorned with his glory to usher in the coming. The very last of the last days are coming. And we will be the instruments God uses to bring them in. Mm. Does anyone else want to say anything? Feel free. Yeah, if you don't mind, so we can get
2: it on tape, on uh, the recording. What I was just thinking about and what I've been thinking about all week is um, in Exodus. In Exodus, when Abraham got tired, Abraham was praying. And as long as Abraham prayed, Israel prevailed. But Abraham got tired. And don't we you know that our president is tired? Yes. But another thing that I was thinking when Donnie was talking, perhaps President Trump is going to have to come to the place yes. where he knows, I can't I do this do alone. This. Yes. And he's going to have to look. Yes. And like Jennifer said, we better be ready because we've got to be the Aaron and the Hur yeah. that yes. holds up the arms, right. yes. that reaches yes. God. Yes. That is our place. That is what we are supposed to do. We hold up so God's plan can be revealed and be carried forth without any any hesitation. Abraham got tired. I know our president has to be tired. He's still trying to fight the good fight, and he has a little bit of arrogance left. But God's going to bring him to the place where he realizes, too, that if the church had not held up his hands... God's yes. will would not be done, right. yes. so I say let's get it all out. Yes. Let's scoop off that stuff and let's be Aaron for our president and yes. for our country, for the Lord. Yes, yes. Amen. Yes. What's
0: yes. Anybody else? Anybody else? I don't want to cut it off. If anyone else wants to, say Aaron. Like, um, Evan. Is hmm? Is yeah. Is it oh, that's
3: I on. Know why on I was just thinking the Lord doesn't want to waste doesn't want us to waste his time, Amen. and that we should introduce the people around us to the Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Let's stand. Anyone
4: else? Sister Watson? Oh. I uh, haven't heard Vice President Pitts' name mentioned this very much, but I believe he was a genuine. one, born again Christian and we need to pray that he will stand close behind President Trump. Agree with him, hold his arms up and give him a little strength. I do not think that that President Trump is an all out Christian. He knows God. He knows about God but I don't know if he's willing to follow what God wants him to do right now. But I believe that Vice President Pence will listen and try to do what God tells him to do. So let's pray for him also, that he'll stand behind President Trump and give him strength.
0: Come this direction. Is that okay? <clears throat> we'll just kind of gather. We can keep our distance, but just kind of gather in one area. Shama Kosantora, Amakiatokoshiata Kosantora, Amakai. He called her on my shoulder, Amakiatagai. Lord this has been different but you gave it to me you burnt it in my heart Lord, and I give it to you and I pray oh God oh God that your hand is seen in this country above all Lord that your will be done in this country and Lord as I said the tiny is up to you and it's not up to the leaders it's not up to the media it is up to you and i pray god that nothing nothing interferes with your hand moving the way you want it to move oh god we charge these to you lord we give this leadership to you lord and just ask that you direct every step we ask that the holy presence of god Oh, send those watcher angels, Lord. Send them, Lord God, to attend to their needs, to hold their hands, Lord, to give them wisdom, Lord, to give them your word, oh God, and lead their steps through this. But most of all that you get the glory, most of all that hearts are turned to you, and that people will know, see, and know, and consider, and understand that the Lord has done this. As this week, Lord, we will be still and know that you are God. Oh, we give you praise and glory and honor, Lord. Praise and glory and honor, for you are the mighty King. And your kingdom is in this earth as well as in heaven. And we just ask your will to be done in our lives. In Jesus' holy name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.
4: We lift your name, Father. We just lift your name.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Go with us and be with us, Lord, as we watch Your hand move. Yes. yes. Amen, yes. And amen. yes. yes. amen and amen. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. How-